0: it'll pick up almost everything but you know it's not a miracle right yeah it's fine anyway that's fine i've got you so i mean you're uh, i don't think you're the first person to have a notebook okay okay um but usually it's emma
1: oh (laughs) right who's got things to say Um, about events yeah and that'll
0: be like oh here's my list of every event that's happening over the next two years yeah yeah. let's tick them off um but but this for like your story into crossfit having (laughs) a a book that maybe will be published one day well i
1: think it was um it was easier just for me to note it down so that, A, I don't take ages explaining it and, B, it, I make sure that I just say the things that I need to say to recap it in the right way.
0: Well, that's wise because last time um, when Jack was on, oh, yes. he has since messaged me with the like four other things he forgot to talk <laughs> about. To on the, and for <laughs> someone who said he had nothing to talk about, that is yeah, very, very impressive. A- skateboarding heroics. He is, he's a skateboarding master. So welcome everyone to the CrossFit Buff podcast. Uh, if you haven't recognized this voice, well not my voice, if you <laughs> haven't recognized my guest's voice, is the one and only Alex Field and Cook.
1: Field and Cook, yeah that's right. Yeah. I to make Recognizable sure. to some. Recognizable not everyone to some. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, everyone goes, Who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well if you, if you don't know him yet, you'll,
1: <laughs> you'll know this. him by the end of this. Yeah. Well, we were chatting the other day about some of the guys that do the 6am regularly and i think alec harwood asked a few in the 6 p.m if anybody knew them and nobody did so there's a bit of a, a change over there that people don't know everyone in each class
0: yeah I, well i think there's a big divide between early morning yeah and late evening um i come to quite a so i don't come at like five or six in, yeah. the, in the afternoon so i don't see them and i kind of already know a lot of the people in the early morning one yeah um, and then evening i know and then 9 30 i sort of know that. yeah I mean, I'm, I'm kind
1: of across the board on, on classes <laughs> yeah i mean I'm, I'm quite across the board i don't tend to do late evenings but early morning daytime and early evening but people are always shocked when you know well lots of people are shocked at people who do the 6 a.m yeah but it's you know once you're into it you get used to it it's fine it's fun
0: i mean i i always say like oh you know you're mad i could never do that and in all honesty, the reason I can't do it is because I start work yeah at seven anyway. Yeah, so it's yeah exactly. So you could it's actually you could. Well, no, it's not early enough. Time. I wouldn't finish.
1: No, but you can get up early yeah, enough yeah. to do it exactly. and get going. Yeah.
0: So it's just my little kind of little <laughs> joke that you're yeah, mad. exactly. I, I have do done it. a six a.m. in the past, but I think we had um, it was actually like I don't know why, but I think it was sort of a partner thing as well, and it was that one where you had like um, I think you had cleans into. I can't remember what it was, like cleans and burpees of the month. There were thrusters right. in there as well. And stuff. So mm. And I was just like...
1: Nice workout for six in the yeah, morning. Like, oh, yeah, this doesn't feel good. Lifting early in the morning is hard.
0: Yeah. Definitely. I find late in the evening, is really nice in that my body is definitely warmed up. Yeah. Um, but I'm also really tired. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So I feel nice and loose. <laughs> when I train at like 9.30, 10.30 in the morning, I definitely the, that's feel... optimal. I'm like, oh, man... I've not warmed up yet for the day. Oh, okay. You haven't warmed I'm, I'm up. I'm still that time. stiff. Um
1: oh, by eight o'clock in the evening though, I'm I need to be on the sofa once the kids are all done. That's right, that's wrong. That's my one hour of relaxation.
0: So I feel this has been a good warm up, but okay. I've got a couple of questions I have to ask yeah, sure. contractually. Of course, yeah. Peanut butter, crunchy smooth, covered in chocolate.
1: Well, hundred percent crunchy. Uh I love it, but anything covered in chocolate is a win with me. So I'd take both.
0: You you can have both. You're welcome Thank you. to them. Thank you. Um I had some other questions for you, but I'm really excited to get to the book oh. as well now, so that's okay. That's another problem. Um, Somebody joining? <laughs> yeah. People
1: just keep coming in. Rebecca.
0: Yeah. Rebecca's coming in. She's still got to be on the podcast. So
1: yeah, she was saying she the day. Cannot count that. I'll nominate her afterwards. <laughs> that's the way. I
0: like it. Um, let's just jump to the who would play you in the Crossroads okay. movie.
1: Well, I'm not sure it's um, so applicable these days, but... When I was at uni, I used to work on The Bar. Quite a few people used to say Hugh Jackman. But I looked him up. Not, I'm definitely not as hairy or as hench as him. But uh, maybe some similarities. Tall and dark-haired, at least.
0: Tall and dark-haired. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you've gone with that being the, the kind of prerequisite for your okay. choice. Because I'm thinking either Tom Hiddleston. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Or, just to insult you, maybe <laughs> Matt Smith.
1: Oh, okay, okay. No, I like him. He's cool. Yeah, okay. Does some amazing stuff, so that's fine. Oh, good. So we're happy with all of these cards. <laughs> yeah, we'll take them all. Let's Any move on.
0: So, I mean, this is incredible because um, you were saying, that, so you, we've hinted at this book you've got, yeah. but the thing that's really, like, piqued my interest is okay. the, I wasn't sure if I should talk about this one or not. Yeah,
1: yeah. So,
0: um oh, I mean i don't even, the thing is i don't know <laughs> well, what's it's in not the, like it's, i don't know what's in the book no, so know, it, it know, makes it false. hard for me to to kind of Depressed. pose the question of like so is it that yeah. so is, i'm not sure if this is background if this is starting crossfit what it is um let's start with just the background
1: then okay. like
0: pre crossfit so yeah. were you yeah well you tell me what you think is relevant about your background pre crossfit
1: yeah well, i think crossfit is definitely as a result of where i live or have lived My journey before CrossFit, well, before the first five years of... Five years before I started CrossFit, my journey was pretty normal. Um, Grew up in Bath, actually, and moved away from university. Studied architecture and then moved to London to study my master's in architecture. And did, you know, lots of sport growing up as a kid, but nothing exceptional. Rugby, um, cricket and things at school and then at university as well. When I was in London, I wanted to train for the marathon, and so that was something I did. Basically, the, the the summary of my life and my story is all to do with my children. Right. And um, my relationship with them. And I started CrossFit as a result of moving back to Bath. And that was as a, to, I moved back to Bath to be with my children. Right. Because I wasn't previously. So, as, as I was saying, quite a normal upbringing, university, etc. Um, lived in London and studied architecture but then met who is a girl who's now my wife um but had a quite a brief relationship um that ended up in her getting pregnant basically and yeah as I said up until that point I was um pretty fit and actually I ran the London marathon one year and that day was the day that uh, I found out that Rome was pregnant she called me afterwards thankfully not before but yeah. afterwards um so yeah quite an exceptional day and we ultimately to cut a long story short we ended up not staying together certainly and going our separate ways completely um you know I had been I'd come from a family uh, where when my parents had been divorced and Rowan had come from quite a very strong family in fact um and we had very different views and I do look back on this and have a lot of regret. You know, there's no doubt about that, but it's the truth and it's what happened. And I was young. Um, So I decided to not be a part of her life with the child at the time, which then turned out to be twins, which I later found out. So then um, that was obviously a pretty seminal moment in my life. And from that point, I sort of spent five years I look back now and I realize probably I spent five years in London just lost where I was, you know, I did exercise in the gym in the week, but on the weekends, it was all pretty loose. Um, And I think it was definitely as a result of hiding, hiding from the fact that, you know, I had this had this very deep dark secret that absolutely no one knew about <clears throat> all right so nobody knew nobody knew no no um my best friends didn't know um my parents knew i was gonna ask my you parents knew now. yeah my parents knew and, you know that's a whole nother story in itself in terms of discussions with them but my parents knew but and my brother but no one else my younger brother so yeah living in london was um was strange you know i thought i was fine but i look back now and the lifestyle I was leading on the weekends was definitely not fine. Um and I didn't didn't see the boys for five years. Um and didn't see Rowan for that time either. Thought I may have bumped into her a couple of times, but didn't but no, didn't see the boys. And basically I just grew up. You know, I grew up, I was young twenties when it happened, um and as I got older I did start to tell a couple of my very close friends and they you know rightly so said to me you just can't live this lie basically um and it's you know it wasn't wasn't fair of me to be selfish and just think about myself which they were absolutely right and that i just needed to think about these two little boys back here in bath
0: when your friends found out Mm. was it like a uh aha moment of them being like oh this explains (laughs) the why you behave this way well i think or 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 was it completely like oh like we had no idea
1: oh no they definitely had no idea they definitely had no idea i mean i think lifestyle young 20s in london can be pretty pr- pretty fast like that so you know they were definitely um we were out together on the weekends put it that way so right. it, you know we were all all there together it wasn't just like me on my own but no when i told them they definitely had no Um, inclination that that's what i was going to say and so obviously it was a massive surprise and it took it took some time for them to it was just two of them for them to say to me that they felt i was doing the wrong thing and uh, you know i was sort of getting to the stage where i would just you know i'd be drunk in a taxi and tell a taxi driver and things about it and so i and i realized that i was starting to get to the point where i had to do something about it because you know I think I'm a nice person. And there was no need for me to be doing that. Um Just to save myself, I needed to put myself out there and do the right thing by the, the, the boys, essentially. So that period of my life, when I was in London, there was absolutely no um thought in my mind <laughs> to do CrossFit. And I didn't come back to Bath, basically, ever.
0: Were they, sorry, I may mm. have missed it. Were they living in Bath at the yeah. time? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah.
1: So Ro and my wife, is from Bath, um, and we we met whilst I was doing a summer internship at her dad's architecture practice. So yes, there's all sorts of crazy links, um, but yeah, there was a there was a gap basically a couple of years from when we worked together to the, when we sort of dated briefly. But but yeah, she lived in <clears throat> she lived in Bath uh, with the boys, and I suppose just to slightly complicate things further, um, one of our boys, so our boys are called Alfie and Charlie and they're 13 this month. Um Alfie's got a very severe disability <clears throat> called spinal muscular atrophy um which you know I certainly I knew there was something wrong with him when I was in London. I had found out sort of well I found out through channels and there was also an article in the Daily Mail about it. Oh wow. <laughs> which um you know so that at that at that point one girl that I knew who was a friend, she found out about it as well and called me and said, have you seen this? And I said, no. And then obviously I saw it. Um, So I found out about it through that. Um, You know, and again, should have done something about it at that time. Didn't, didn't have the strength to do it and regret that. But um, yeah, so Ro, Ro huge credit to her. She was living back here. You know, she was 22. She was raising them um, by herself with the support of her mum, but very much independently. She's a very strong woman like that. Um, and dealing with Alfie's disability and it wasn't <clears throat> just a disability his um his life expectancy was really short I when he was young so she was also living with that. so it was you know huge credit to her extremely extremely stressful life situation
0: yeah because I mean that that takes you know both the it takes both the the physical toll of kind of having to to care for someone in, in that situation and then the yeah. mental toll of sort of, as you're saying, especially if you're being
1: told. Yeah. You know, Unimaginable the, the, mental the, toll. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously,
0: I mean, I don't want to pile on. No, 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 no. Go <laughs> Obviously for you not being yeah, yeah. there. Exactly. That's usually yeah, yeah. that kind of
1: valve, isn't it? Where you, can, oh, you yeah. can tell the other person, you know, share it. You know, yeah. that, that is the thing. And, and I, I'm very much aware of that now. You know, we, we still go through a lot with Alf and his disability. Uh, we have another child, Freddie and, you know, Even, I mean, I've got the kids to myself this weekend and it's, it's a lot, it's loads and it's, it's, it's made more work because of Alfie's disability because we have to do everything for him. So yeah, the, um, raising two kids on your own at 22, one with a disability like that and, and knowing or thinking that you're going to lose him in his sort of fifth or sixth year was, yeah, just, you know, it's taken a long time for me to try and understand that a little bit, but I don't think I'd ever understand it fully, so yeah, it was it was huge. Um so it was at that point when my friends my two friends sort of started to say to me that they felt I need to do something about it, and I was start I my mindset had definitely shifted and that I realized I just needed to take responsibility for my actions. That I did get in contact with Rowan, and, so the boys were five at this point, and thankfully Rowan and her mum and her family, I should say, that were open to it. <coughs> to the idea of me meeting them um i think if it had been too many years more i think that door may have closed and we've had that discussion you know you can imagine we've had lots of discussions over the years we've been married now five years and she's got two older brothers as well who live in bath so i had to had to front up to that which is quite also quite daunting well that that is because there's so much
0: emotion involved and obviously the emotion can be different depending on the person because Mm -hmm. Obviously, the fact that you got into the situation, you dated briefly. Obviously, yeah. she had certain feelings for you. Yeah, but the family didn't necessarily share, no, share no, those feelings, not. right? And all they can, so you know, she can look back and say, "Well, yeah, it's true. He's acted this way. He was young. He made mistakes, but yeah. there was initially this you know, yeah, these positive feeling." Yeah, exactly. Whereas for yeah. them, it's, "Oh, he's just that guy that did Created this and, the situation and, and, and disappeared." Disappeared. Yeah. So I can yeah. understand that maybe winning them over is even more challenging <clears throat> yeah, or just as challenging yeah as, as... yeah
1: scary certainly i mean it was all you know incredibly scary but something i just needed to do um but i'm i'm incredibly close to those brothers these days i spend a lot of time with both and they both live in bath and and rose mum as well you know rose rose dad unfortunately died when she was 18 which is a whole another story in a very tragic way but um it's they have they were all incredibly open and i think not because they wanted to help me but because they wanted to help the boys and i think they were guided by rowan and if rowan felt that the boys could gain from me being in their life rather than not then um they were on board with that and that was definitely the way that it went although one of them the first time i really met him was in a club in bath with rowan so that was yeah that was pretty heated as you can imagine yeah
0: oh well i mean i feel bad about like the peanut butter question then, no 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 honest. go for it, <laughs> go for it. I, you know i will have
1: had them all that's actually fine no, I, I haven't just, even got to the word crossfit yet well
0: i mean yeah I don't, I don't want to accelerate through anything but so you've you've come back you've <clears throat> you you sort of made introductions that's yeah. been challenging yeah. i mean so sort of how you know how how long was this period of sort of trying to because it obviously was many years, relationship. many years it had sort of yeah. been apart. So I'm imagining it's going to take some time
1: yeah, to well, patch things up. Quite, quite the opposite, really. Pretty quick, to be honest. Um, you know, I think. Well, you've got kids. It's it's it's, and I, and I adore my children. Um, and it's it was a magical feeling once I'd got over the the fear factor of seeing them. You know, and actually my brother came with me the first time I went to meet them, which was a real help for me. Um, but once I'd got over that, the love was there instantly. Yeah. You know, I remember, um, like, they were, you know, still young and sleeping early and things. So I remember going in, seeing Alf and just like wanting to sort of, you know, inhale him because of that deep founded love. And so that was there really quick. And the boys themselves were incredible. It also... Um, helped, maybe I don't know. But one of the very first few meetings I had with them, I I was due to be going somewhere else, and um, Alfie got really sick. Um, his condition it means that his he's he's mentally very well, but he's physically very weak, <coughs> um, and his chest is really the vulnerable area, or right. was the vulnerable area, and he got a very severe chest infection one winter, um, and so ruined called me to come to bath because they really weren't sure how oh, he wow. was going to be um so i arrived and they were in the I.U.H. obviously um i didn't see him but i saw roses mum and then um i went home to my my mum's house which is in bath and then stayed stayed the night and waited for news you know and obviously thankfully he was he made it but it was very much touch and go um but because of him being in hospital then he was in hospital for a couple of weeks i stayed here And I spent time with him and Rowan in the hospital and with Charlie as well. Um, And that really accelerated things, I think, you know, to the point where it was then they asked me if they could call me daddy, which obviously is a strange one. But um, it was the right thing, you know, that they felt that's how they wanted to do it. And of course, I said, yeah, and it was actually Charlie that asked me in a park. And then when I came back in, he called me daddy. And now he went you know you're calling him daddy can i be daddy so, yeah so i think that extremity of situation <clears throat> for everyone made it very real and hopefully well i think it probably gave rowan and her mum a sense that i cared yeah i, I mean i was gonna say like you, you know when you you
0: found out she's pregnant and mm. you've kind of reacted bad yeah reacted badly yeah, yeah, yeah. Bolted like this yeah. is this is scary Absolutely. this is how i'm gonna handle it yeah you're kind of now making amends and very quickly another situation that is kind of a fight or flight, you yeah. know, this is scary. What do I do? Yeah. Like at that point, you, you know, someone could have said, nah, this is too much. Like I can't put myself through this Yeah. off they go again. Yeah, totally. Or yeah. as you've done be like, no, this, you know, I'm here for this. Yeah. I'm going to have an, an undoubtedly, they'll have, you know, they'll have seen that. Mm. So if there was that lingering doubt in the back of their mind of, well, what happens next time yeah, exactly. things get tough? Yeah. Well, now we've, we've seen. We've done it. We've been through so at once. You know, and I mean, you know, it's a, a beautiful story with the kind of. Yeah. Yeah,
1: them, exactly. The, That's, those, those are the nice bits of the story, you know, for sure. Um, no. So that I think that that definitely helps. So from that point, Alf, he he got better, which was good. And then um, Ro and the boys started coming up to stay with me in London for a, a, a few weekends um, and it obviously you know of course it was all about the boys there was nothing it was nothing to do with me and Roan at that point in terms of a relationship and there was and it took us a long time to get over the past and in the past is still the past and it's still it's still there and um, and you know we've had therapy about it and it's never going to go away but those first few months were hard at points with her with me and Rowan and um, but with the boys it was all quite straightforward really. You know, when we saw each other it was just all very loving. And it, it was after sort of the first six months or so that I think some both Rowan and I realised there were some feelings there and um we were very we want we were very careful and we wanted to make sure we were very careful obviously because you don't want to mess the boys around anymore. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that's obviously that's the concern, isn't it? It's sort of okay, now I've I've patched things up yeah. to the point that I can be a I can be a dad. Yeah you know, and then this decision to well now do we try and patch things up in the relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The you know, the the danger of that not working out is yeah. does that then harm oh,
1: huge. my ability to be a dad? Yeah, and and the 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 biggest danger was that it harms the boys yeah. even more. You know, Charlie was at the point where he clearly needed me and he was getting upset when his friends were going off the part with their dads and things and um it had brought a bit of stability to him certainly but but you know they were always they were always guided by Roe Ro was always the pillar of strength through it and always the one that reacted well and positively to me so that was that that has always been huge credit to her um and so it, it was gentle and we we very much kept it away from the boys until the point where we realized it was serious and that we wanted to be together and so from that point actually it was very fast so um Around when I was turning 30, we decided that I'd move back to Bath. Or back, you know, you know I'd grew up in Bath, but moved to Bath to be with Roe. And so in, from that point onwards, I lived with them straight away. So moved into the house that they had in Winsley and, yeah, and started our life together as a four. <clears throat> and as I said, it, you know, there was a, it was absolutely not smooth sailing. You know, it was, it, there was some very rocky times. Um, but we obviously made it through. And a few years later, we got married, etc. And yeah, and then we, and then to, to finish the, the family story, we've had we had another little one four years ago, Freddie. So yep. we're now five. And, and 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 I'm very grateful. You know, the boys, the boys know, you know we're all lucky to have a, a very happy family unit, strong, loving, um and that's not unnoticed by any of us because we know all sorts of different people in different situations. So you know very rocky beginning driven by my own mistakes but you know I had to stand up at my wedding and give us a, a speech sip with a lot of content similar to what I've just said <laughs> now in front of 200 people you know a lot of people who probably had serious doubts about me um until that point and they heard me say it because obviously all the close family had I'd, I'd spoken to but the wider family and the field and family have a lot of friends and connections across the city so they all needed to hear me say it really and um it was I hadn't appreciated that, actually, until after the wedding when um, some of Rowan's elder brother's friends, Jamie's friends, were coming up to me and saying, oh, you're actually all right, <laughs> we forgive you. And I was like,
0: oh, God, yeah, of course. Well, because the whispers are there, aren't they? So it's sort of, it's yeah. not that people don't know, it's just maybe they don't have a complete picture and they don't yeah. understand what's, you know, every, they don't have all the context of what's gone on. And then obviously, you know, whatever they've experienced in life that can amplify things as well so like you've said that you've both come from different family backgrounds yep. so there are some you know i think if you've come from a broken home you're more sensitive quite often to you know like oh but this is what my dad did to me mm. i can't believe you know anybody mm. that does that yeah. is yeah. is evil kind of yeah like. and i
1: didn't i didn't have that you know to be yeah. clear but it was it was it was going through that divorce just it gave me a very strong mentality and i think i'm very strong willed with things and that was probably why i stayed away for five years to be honest um because i feel like once i make a decision i stick with it which is good in a lot of ways but not (laughs) in that way to be clear um but you know my parents have always been great to me it was just i had very vivid memories of traveling up the m4 every other weekend with my younger brother in tears saying goodbye to mum, hi to dad you know and it was it was rocky but that wasn't an excuse that was just where my mindset yeah. was at the time and um and it was just quite I just felt know, yeah, couldn't really believe it was happening to me in that way but but very grateful for it now obviously and uh would change things i would not not to say wouldn't change things I would change things for sure I would not let the boys have gone that long without knowing me and without Roe having the support but um yeah but I'm grateful that I have them yeah. and you know and
0: not to excuse anything but obviously you you cannot change what's come before you no. you the, you can't you don't have a time machine you can't go back and re, <laughs> no. you know and change the thing but what you can do is you know what you do now be good right from that forward, yeah. i mean i've i've bumped into you in the park with the kids yeah. and, and your wife and you yeah. know it, it, like looking in from the outside, not knowing any of this, it's yeah. like, oh, look at this, you know, beautiful Happy family, and yeah. I, and I've seen you guys having to deal with, you know, the difficulties no. of your family unit and, yeah. and and things, and and thought to myself, oh wow, I mean, those, you know, they're doing great, yeah. like, considering, yeah. you know, that that can't be easy, no, it's you know, like it's the, amazing, yeah, without knowing any. Of that, yeah, exactly. Obviously. All like, the background. So I mean,
1: but well, it's got to the point now because the boys are almost thirteen. You know, they make ironic jokes about it, oh, really? and in front and often in front of people that have no idea, and so people will be incredibly confused, and Alf will just be laughing his head off. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's kind of bitter <laughs> for me, but I've got to let him do it. You know, I've got to say, okay, fair, Alf. Yeah. He is funny. Yeah, he gets, he gets to do I that. I mean, you're right. He gets to do it. <laughs> I can't say anything. It's like that's that's definitely fair yeah that's the biggest regret you've given them this <laughs> yeah, ammunition <given> them <laughs> serious ammo yeah well if it's yeah you know, hopefully it's just always maintained that way but you know we we don't hide anything from them it's all very open and honest so
0: yeah and i, and I mean at, at five while you're still very young you're not that young mm. like you're aware of, oh, yeah. of of what happened the previous years kind of thing so it's yeah. it's not like i know a one-year-old that's not really no no exactly remembering anything they they'll... no
1: they'd already you know of course they had been asking lots of questions about where i was and who yeah. i was and why i wasn't there and you know Rowan had dealt with that brilliantly but there's not yeah. too many answers to that question i yeah. mean the answers to those questions could have completely oh yeah changed. exactly like The if, truth, if, the truth would have been really tough and yeah, would have yeah. been too much for them yeah. so it was i'm sure it was very hard to field i know it was yeah yeah okay
0: wow yeah and crossfit <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> what happened with that well
1: so i i had always had my eye on it i suppose when i was when i was in london previous to those years when i sort of buried myself in the sand but it was um coming back to bath and meeting ollie so i knew ollie through a few different people and things and so it was it was just it was being here it was being here and having the opportunity to do our local box rather than um you know i used to fitness first with my friend and stuff yeah. so yeah that was the catalyst for it
0: i have understood throughout this conversation that you have more connections
1: than anyone else i've ever spoken no i don't you seem think to so know,
0: well because then i know somebody here and <laughs> i did know ollie through some other people no no
1: well ollie and i are well, similar well is very connected yeah That's ollie's very is. connected Let's. And, and we're similar age and you know so we have similar friends and things like that i'll give you
0: that one yeah, I'll, but, but the next contact you bring up okay um, okay
1: i won't i won't I won't say anymore.
0: more <laughs> um okay yeah oh definitely um like trying to, I was just speaking, got my haircut yesterday, and speaking to the the barber, he was like yeah. saying about he, I think he goes to fitness first, and I was okay. saying, yeah, I see some guys in the corner doing like some crazy O-function stuff, but I don't know what yeah, it is, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, definitely much easier to kind of get in on it. Yeah, in a box yeah, than it is definitely. trying to do it in a gym.
1: But for me, it was it was it was wanting to do it, but also f- with Alf because when I started. Because I did two years, started at Wandsdyke and then did some at the football club. My back got really bad for a couple of years, so I actually went to Tonic in town. Also, I was working in town just, and I just literally did no weights for a couple of years and just did loads of cardio. Um, but then, I, when we got the gym here, I wanted to come back, and so I you know, came back for that, and back was better and everything. But um it was the the CrossFit has always been and it is still incredibly important for me handling Alf because. We do hoist off, but still there's times when I have to lift him. I have to push his wheelchair, you know, his wheelchair weighs 170. He's 50. <laughs> there's a lot of weight to push around. Um, and if I have to lift him out of something, he's 50 kilos of pretty limp weight. So being fit and strong enough to do that is really important for me. So it's, and it's not just that it's it also, we, we, my wife has a, Rowan has a fitness membership, an online fitness membership for um sort of busy mums who maybe don't want to go to the gym or don't have the time. Um and I think it for both all of our kids it sets a good example really that fitness and healthy being healthy is important.
0: Yeah, I imagine you know health is obviously something that's at the forefront of the minds of your family because yeah. you you can see almost the extremes.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely. So obviously for the for your kids
0: they want to be I, and, I, and I imagine they're potentially looking to the future of when, you know, as you say at the moment, you are the one maybe that has to hoist, hoist him out or do something, but surely they want to be, be in a position where if they're called on to, to help out, they also are physically capable of.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, they've all got, they've all got different needs. Freddie's four, you know, he just wants to run around. Yeah. (laughs) But um, Charlie, Charlie is getting older, playing rugby. Alfie needs to be strong. He's so, the reason Alfie's diagnosis changed was, just medicine has advanced and um he's on this drug now that allows him to build muscle and also stops the degeneration of his muscles which is huge and that's only come in the last three years wow um i mean there's there was a lot of press last year because they've developed a drug it's a part of it's called gene therapy and it cures sma um and it's the most expensive drug in the world i think i think one shot is over one and a half million but it if it's caught early enough in babies sort of under um eight uh, under eight months or something, they can cure them completely oh, wow yeah and so so he, i mean he's not having that he's having something similar but it means that he can get stronger actually we are lucky enough to have evie from here um yeah. evie Longshore, who does some physio with alf because alfie's looked after in bristol um and seemed natural fit and evie was really keen to do it so she comes out to our house once a week and does physio with alf oh nice yeah so for him you know obviously his his fitness goals are very different to ours and strength but getting enough strength in his hands to open a packet of crisps or to uh write well or to use his phone you know that's probably way too that's probably the bigger priority not neither of the previous two but those are things that um that he works towards actually the biggest one for him is turning over in his bed right because he can't do that he's got a very specialist bed that does it for him but um it means that if we go away, sleeping is bad. Yeah, because <laughs> we have to do it for him, and it's breaking. So, so yeah. So for him, it's about learning to do basic human things that we all take for granted. Yeah, and 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 that's where
0: I think you know not not to trivialize or or compare it, but it's like that's what we see every day in the box, isn't it? It's that you know we all have hugely different goals, mm. and, and you know we've had people on the podcast that have you know post-cancer things like that and they're yeah. like my goal is just you know was it to move from an empty barbell to being able to put some plates on a barbell yeah. and that was it and there's somebody else that's like yeah i'm going for a triple body weight if of i course. can get it sort of, of thing course. or yeah. you know, trying to make the games and then you scale it right the way down like now we have like the legends and things like that for those that are much older and they're yeah. similar kind of functional in life goals and we kind of scale it right back down now to to Alfie. and it's yeah. like functional life goals and and yeah. They are no less like important or celebrated or like they're m- even more no, so no, than, you know, so, in fact, sometimes you, you zoom out and you look at like the goals we have yeah, and you're like, that is Nothing a purely ego driven goal. That yeah, I've got that. And yeah. this is an absolute like quality yeah. of life. But then ultimately what we're doing is also quality, quality of life, life right? Yeah, I mean, as you're saying, you've got back issues, you've got a, you know, you know yeah. that you need you need to be there. I, I mean, I'm yeah. assuming I'm going out on a limb. Like yeah, I'm assuming you're the strongest person in your house. Yeah. Which means when it comes to the heavy lifting physically, yeah, you're the one they're going to um, be calling um, on, on. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. don't
1: want to disappoint in you know, no. especially if it's and sometimes you know it's it's a must. It's yeah. not it's not a can you or can you not? It's, yeah, it's, you know, if if we are in a position where he has to be lifted, he has to be lifted. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's very much about being functional.
0: How how does he take the um? the physio
1: like mentally is i mean because obviously they're they're
0: incredible goals and if he achieves them yeah he's gonna be overjoyed but physio can also be one of the
1: most frustrating things when you you know you just can't get it yeah i don't know you should probably ask evie to be honest but um because she's the one that spends the most time with him doing it but he no he's just really positive um i think he he sees small small changes And, you know, they're very small. I mean, maybe sometimes even to me they're not uh, noticeable, but they're there and they are happening. Um, And so he's he's always pretty positive about it. And I think actually because they're twins, Alfie and Charlie, it's very interesting to see them develop Alfie with his disability and Charlie without. Alfie is probably more comfortable in his own skin because he's had to live with his disability and always being the odd one out. You know, he is always the kid in the chair um there's not many around like alf <clears throat> to be fair he goes to Alf allen now and there's a few children in wheelchairs but um so you know he's it's one of four and it's and that's a school of a couple of thousand or something yeah. um so he's always been the odd one out in that sense and he's 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 comfortable with it and because of it he's confident <laughs> you right know, he he looks great he likes his clothes and his hair and things whereas Charlie's, Charlie is confident in himself, but nowhere near to the level Alfie is. Um, but that's because he's a normal kid and he's yeah. finding his way and he's not so... Um, he, his way isn't so set yeah. like Alfie. Alfie's group of friends are his group of friends because they're not the rugby kids, you know, whereas Charlie is trying to be a rugby kid. Yeah. And so it's always... Um, try, And he's, he's starting to ask me about going to the gym after school and things like that. So he's wanting to get there, whereas I think Alfie just feels like he's there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it must be... An interesting dynamic to kind of almost have your 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 role almost assigned. You know, it's like yeah, this is this is what you've got. This is you yeah, go exactly. with it exactly. versus us that we kind of spend because <clears throat> generally we we kind of already know more or less like where we fit in. Yeah, and sometimes it just takes us time to sort of accept that. Yeah, kind of like yeah, no, maybe I could be a rugby kid, and then you're like <laughs> you know, two years after getting
1: beaten to pieces like yeah. i don't think i'm a not rugby so much, kid <laughs> not so much yeah no it, it, it's it's fascinating to watch but it's you know and it's a it's a credit to him and he i'm sure he'll do amazing things because whenever you see him in social situations or in medical appointments he's he's just a shining light and it always makes us even though he's been dealt an incredibly difficult card in life we are always so grateful for him when we come out of those situations because he just we can be emotional wrecks about it. He, we, we had to go through some, he had a huge spinal um, surgery a couple of years ago, 10, 12 hour operation where they put rods and um, screws into every single one of his vertebrae, you know, so that was, it was uh, for us, it was insanely emotional um, and he was obviously, he has, he had fear at the start, but after it was done. He was super positive and he was like, mum, it's fine. You know, dad, come on. Yeah. Whereas, you know, like, we were Max, sort of there. What's wrong with you? you know, <laughs> weeping around his bedside. And it's like, come on, just get me my PlayStation. <laughs> I just want to play Fever. And and that's, that is, you, you know, we, we don't, um, we are very grateful for that. That doesn't go unnoticed for sure. Wow. Yeah. What
0: do they think about? Because I know you've done a few competitions. Mm-hmm. You've gone to, I think mean, you did like Sid Pairs, and yeah, you've done, do you do National Fitness Games. Did yeah. yeah, yeah. I do. you do I don't know. See, I stalk you a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do they think of like Dad going off and doing yeah, they these like crazy it. things? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, they um, no, they definitely, they definitely think it's cool. I oh, think you know, and, and I, congratulations. Yeah, no, and and that, <laughs> and that's nice for me as well. Like, they Charlie understands what a muscle up is, so the fact I can do the odd one or two. Oh. Is is cool. He likes that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think Alf does as well. Alf's obviously a bit more blasé about it, but they don't. And they, they, I don't think they'd be keen on coming to watch for the whole day. Oh, no. But um I did. I think Charlie may get into it as he gets a bit older. But yeah, yeah I think they like it.
0: Yeah, because it's straight. It is weird, isn't it? Like grown men yeah. going off and doing PE competitions. Yeah. So you're you're always curious because like, Harvey does CrossFit kids. So it's oh, yeah. kind of yeah. It's a bit different. So I was like telling him about the draft a lot. How
1: old is he? Uh
0: he's ten or well, nine. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um so yeah, he yeah I, I actually like as I always say, we, we never force him to do it. We're always like every every term that it ends, we're like, What do you wanna do? Yeah. Do you wanna do something different? Do you yeah. want he wants to do CrossFit? So That's for us great. we're we're happy and it's super convenient with yeah, how close it in the is. Corner, yeah. But you know, but he does enjoy it, and um, and Emily, that she's what three and a half, but she's the one that usually ends up watching right. stuff with me, like if it's the game oh, really? or Rogue or something. Oh Because wow. yeah, I'll try and like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. bring Talk her in, sit it. down a bit, and, and watch it. Because I'm, I don't watch any, because this is what any I sometimes TV? feel guilty about. No, I don't watch any other sport. Oh right, okay. And you know, I know like Harvey plays football at school with the yeah. other kids and so on, but like at home, we never watch football. Yeah, we never watch rugby. just you know, I. Yeah, For yeah, sure, it's, sure. It's just not like my thing. Yeah. It's just not my thing. Yeah. I was never into any sport pre crossfit yeah. which is why the like the irony of being like really into almost an now, expert on yeah, yeah. what's going on in the season and the off season and who are the keep like Yeah, I get it. It's not lost on me. Yeah how stupid this is.
1: <laughs> no, it's not stupid. <laughs> no, I think but I think, you know, it's a it's it's so uh relevant and there's so much of it these days and because because rose got her membership and she works at tonic as well they're surrounded by it you know and that they they know various they know Tina and they know Laura and things like that well everybody knows Tina. Though. yeah well, yeah, Tinner is so ripped, is what they would say to me. I'm like, Dad, why yes, don't you look like Tinna? He tinner? is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we bumped into him in um, Waitrose, and he was buying beetroot juice. Actually, he won't mind me saying this. And uh, so I started drinking beetroot juice, and they were saying to me, just because you want to look like Tinna. I'm like, no, 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 it's because it's really good for you. Yeah, and I want to look <laughs> like Tinna, but they don't want to drink the beetroot juice. <laughs> yeah, looking like Tinna. As well, is a good thing. Yeah, you growing your hair? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. that was a quick no, <laughs> no, definitely not. I think it suits him, but no, not for me. No, I remember what, yeah, well, I did the inferno pairs with him, and I could just see it disappearing off the distance around the running track. <laughs> At least I can spot him amongst all the other bodies, but uh, I'm not growing my hair. Oh, nice. Um, you're doing the
0: Sid qualifiers?
1: Yeah, having yeah. fun? No, oh. yeah, no, no, I am having fun. No, I, I like, I it's great fun to test myself you know I think um it's probably a bit beyond my reach this year in terms of um making the team but I think it's probably not out of the question in a couple of years or years or so progress has definitely been made but then so is everyone so everyone will be better next year but no I love it you know it's my CrossFit is sort of one third of my life it's my my home life my work and crossfit and that's my hour or whatever hour and a half a day just to not think about the other two and just put my head down so yeah. it's nice to occasionally be able to pop in on a saturday and do some of the team stuff and and to have to think about the qualifiers you know it's food for thought isn't it how am i going to do all those box jumps do you find it that? because i've said this before that for like for me yeah with everything
0: else i manage in life yeah i i find it very hard to switch off so you know go to the cinema mm-hmm. and the whole time in the back of my mind is that list of things yeah. that I should be doing and I've not done. And I feel kind of guilty to, you know, and like sometimes, so like I haven't worked much this week by just by chance, I couldn't work. Yep. Um, so like Wednesday, I was at home, but Rochelle took advantage to go and do some jobs that she had. Mm-hmm. So I was actually looking after Emily until like one o'clock. Mm-hmm. And when she comes back, I was like, oh, I have not really done. I'm sorry. I've not done anything. I'm like, no. She's like, looking after your daughter yes, is something. But, yeah, you know, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I know. But I could do that. And at the same time, you're doing all of these other things. Yeah. During like the Wad, I cannot think about anything else. No, I no, can no, no. just think about not dying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I wonder like for you with, you know, obviously it's quite a lot of weight in yeah. your life with these things. They're not yeah. trivial matters. Mm-hmm. Do you find that CrossFit is that thing that sort of lets you just not switch off but you just you just don't have the ability to be
1: worrying about that doctor's appointment next week because you are trying not to die under a barbell completely yeah i think so and um actually i think i've got to the point now where if i haven't worked out in 24 hours or more then i really feel it you know i really i don't get particularly anxious but just the um, stresses of life build up on me as they do with anyone i'm sure and yeah it i can definitely switch off When I'm in the gym and just focus on what's in front of me, so it's a big thing, and it's yeah, and that's one of the big reasons why I come for sure. Well, I had no idea
0: where this conversation was going when I said
1: I would have been impressed if you did from from the warm up
0: questions, yeah, yeah, (laughs) the Tom Hiddleston warm up questions feel very trivial by the point. Don't forget about Matt Smith as well. Yeah, to to this, it's been you know, it's been a roller coaster. Yeah, wow, Um, but yeah
1: very deep yeah and that's why i wasn't sure you know and it obviously it's it's a crossfit focused thing but you know that's i wouldn't be here doing crossfit yeah, in bath see, if i hadn't been on that journey and come back to bath i'm pretty sure because in london you know it's double the price whatever and I, it may not have been i don't know but either way yeah i am here because i'm of, of that
0: but i think that's more i think that's more the i don't want to say it's more the focus i think it's what people enjoy about listening is because we all You know, we all work out together in classes and we know each other Mm. to a degree and we have the odd conversation. Very superficial. And it's usually conversations like this where someone comes up to me (laughs) after and it's like, oh, I listened to the podcast with so-and-so and and wow, I can't believe. And and it's just, (laughs) I think it's nice because we've all sort of different reasons for being here. You've got a lot of like ex-athletes that they just needed to scratch that competitive itch, And then you've got people that are like, no, this is a a coping mechanism for other things or this is a, in your case, I like fitness is not optional no i know necessity. i need i need yeah, a degree exactly. of fitness in yeah. order to i mean it
1: shouldn't be optional for anyone but you, you know what i mean <laughs> no i completely so agree um, it, yeah. yeah it's
0: been been good though I've, Good. I'm glad I'm glad I, I, hope it. I hope it's been hope <laughs> you know, therapeutic
1: it, it is you know and, and that's i decided to talk about it because i don't have anything to hide you know I, i'm not proud of those five years but it is what happened and as i said i i, I regret it as sort of owned up to it and moved forward from it and it's led me here and i have a very happy life now with my kids um and my wife and our dog and my work and my crossfit oh we've not even talked about the dog anyway <laughs> that's a that. future podcast yeah exactly
0: uh we'll get everyone on with the dogs that'll yeah, be dog that'll be fun podcast, so before we go yes you've already hinted at some names you may nominate oh right yeah to come on next okay. time okay Let's who? finish who? with that. Who do you want? Who, who should I get?
1: Well, I won't nominate Rebecca because I'm sure you've tried to. Was well, that nominate many, Rebecca? Many, okay. No, 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 know? no. I won't. I won't. I won't. That was only because she came in earlier. No, I think um, I thought about this, and I th- the people I was referring to earlier that do the six a. M class, particularly, are Mike Baxter and Chris Eames. EMO. Right. I think those two together would be good fun.
0: Okay. Oh, I should get them on together. Yeah, together
1: or well separately. <sighs> but Baxter, it's his birthday on the day of the party, the Christmas CrossFit party. So there you go. So you could get him on and then everyone would know who he is and sing, sing happy birthdays for him. I see. That's at the that's is pitch. I haven't checked this with him, but <laughs> yeah. no, that okay. would be my that would be my nomination, those two.
0: Yeah, I feel like someone I feel like they've both been nominated have before. They? No, I mean I haven't had them on, but I feel like the names have come I'm up
1: amazed Emo hasn't been on. He's such a stalwart at the gym.
0: Yeah, I think it's because he he used to come in the evenings, yeah, and then he's, no, he's shifted to early morning, yeah. so
1: I don't see him. He's definitely he, um, he can be around in an early afternoon, yeah, I know he, can. he works long enough days in the week, <laughs> yeah, those two. All
0: right, go for I'll it. I'll hunt them down, okay. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome, appreciate it. Probably wasn't Thanks the easiest me. conversation, no, but no, it no. an absolute pleasure to listen to. Cheers, um, and uh, thank you everyone for listening. And yeah, you weren't expecting that, were you? <laughs> so, uh, let's see what happens next week, all right? Thanks, Chase. Thank